Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Monday, the day after Christmas. I know there's a lot of people out there with a the day off today, so hopefully you're sitting back, relaxing, counting your stacks from all the money you made on the Mojo Market over the weekend, week 16. Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, A5, Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios, bright and early for you. Uh, we There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> this weekend unpacked a lot. Kind of gave the, the playoff picture another little bit of a shuffle. Um, it gave a lot of people, I mean, look, I, I guess I guess there's people out there spending their Christmas bonuses on Mojo at this point because I saw some heavy, heavy hitters out there yeah, dropping it was bombs of Rich money. James, Richie James, there was like a $50,000 play in on, on Richie James with a multiplier. And, dude, he went up like 11% without the multiplier. So, Oof, uh, congrats yeah, to whoever, I mean, whoever was that investor. Basically paid your mortgage whoop. off in one weekend. Congratulations. Meanwhile, I'm like sitting there like, well, should I take Take a little of this tool of money and sprinkle it back on somebody else, and I don't know what to do. This whoever you are out there dropping money bags <laughs> like that is just a heavy, heavy hit. Congratulations to you. Um, a lot of things went down in week sixteen. Obviously, the Bucks. Uh, they, you know, they're just like an annoying team at this yeah, point. Enough is enough. Look, enough. Tom Brady's garbage. I'm sorry, I, just, I said it. He looks bad on three easy, yard out. Easy because he's about to go on another no, 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 eight game winning that. streak and win the Super Bowl or something like that because of the fact that we're. Talking badly Look, this is about a bad team. Todd Bowles is a bad head coach. That offense looks Ugh. very stagnant. Um, I could say enough. I can't say enough bad things about the Tampa Bay offense right now. I it, and like you would think, but see me being the Cowboy fan that I am, I'm like, oh, all signs point to Dallas and Tampa round one, and I'm like, great, we're gonna get playoff Tom Brady. That's what we're gonna get. Well, you're playoff also gonna, get, you're all also gonna get third string left tackle Tom Brady. Yeah, get, I'm, they did drop a couple my, more guys. Slower, slower version of Mike William, uh, Mike Evans, Tom Brady. Mm. There's a lot of things wrong with Tampa Bay's offense right now, and it starts off with Todd Bowles, I think. And they're off. I mean, Byron's got to get catch some flack too. Byron left, which I know there's a lot of moving parts over there, but got to get it done. I mean, you know, whatever. There's always, you know, you can you want to make bets here on Mojo. You can always bet that there's a a cutaway to Tom Brady on the sidelines, just looking at the the surface, and he's like, "Come on, you know, like trying to like do something with this." Um, I know Anthony didn't have himself a uh, a decent Christmas Eve. The the Giants fall, but nothing happened. Nothing happened. They, they fell. The Washington Commanders fell. The Lions fell. Well, there is something so, that happened. Something did happen. I wouldn't say <laughs> so, nothing happened, but the Packers in regards put to the seedings right now. Back in the mix. Unbelievable. Look, if the Giants lose two and the Packers win two, they pass the Giants. We don't need the Commanders to lose one. You so, do need the Commanders to lose one if if not the Packers for the Giants. Packers win out, Commanders lose a game. Whoa, guess what? They're Say playing. Listen, Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. Aaron Rodgers playing at a good level. He's healthier now than he was in the beginning of the year. Like you know, Watson yeah, and Dubs. I and, remember and Lazar. You guys they're remember all way back in the day. There was a time when Aaron Rodgers was selfish. He should he should sit out. I think it was like week ten. <laughs> so right? We were talking about Jordan back, Love. I remember in Jordan Love when, the rock. when Jordan Love needed to get the starts, <laughs> but no, seriously, this is not how this business Unbelievable. works. Unbelievable. Even if the Packers lose this week and the season's over. Then there's going to be even people coming out and saying, oh, week 18, you need to start Jordan Love. And it's like, we got Aaron Rodgers that's sitting there. And it's like, bro, I'm healthy. I played 17 <laughs> games. Do you think I'm going to like p potentially give up my starting job forever right now? To no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, the Packers are in it all of a sudden. So a lot of movement there. Speaking of movement, the top movers starts from week number 16. There was a lot of them. And yesterday, uh, I went into the game thinking, you know what, Christmas Day, how could they mess this up? Oh, here's how they mess this up. You put the Broncos and the Rams on Christmas afternoon. Now, look, 
what I would say is this. On paper, when the season started, you're looking at this like, hmm, not bad. It's Russ. It's it's supposedly Jared uh, Matt Stafford. You know, it's the Rams defending champs against Russ. This so could be a Super and, Bowl preview. Yeah. These teams went complete opposite Dave direction. Said, no. <laughs> it was. When this book, like, ever, Broncos country, come on. Like, let's throw a pick. <laughs> because, man, oh, man, I can't mm. listen. We're not about to drag Russ anymore on this show because, I mean, he's been dragged for 16 weeks now. He plays piss poor. But what I will say is Cam Akers, has he found himself reborn again? Like, there was that time, there was that lieu of time that yes, all of a sudden yes. he was gone. All it took was for me to short him for him to t- – no, basically what happened was I, I cut Cam Akers from my dynasty roster, which I've been – he's been holding up a spot for two-plus seasons. Same, And my I own. finally released him, and guess what happened? Yesterday goes for 23 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns on Christmas. Shout out to the fantasy owners that used the week 16 numbers that he put up and kind of let you know that Cam Akers may be back here, and I I wouldn't have started him yesterday. Corresponding move uh, would mean also that what's his uh, Williams, the backup? Kyron. Kyron. He went down a little bit. So, obviously, rightfully so. so. Uh, In the same game, we could talk about in the same breath, Tyler Higby, man. Jesus. Like, again – this is something huge for Baker Mayfield, a new quarterback in a new system trying to learn the playbook. Tyler Higby shows up, nine catches, 94 yards, and two touchdowns. Baker Mayfield winds up with the slime award. Like the Rams just just steamrolled the Broncos, and everybody on the Rams offense, starting wise, is up. Baker Mayfield, your boy, Baker Mayfield, just winning slime time awards and now cashing. Mojo bets here on a Monday morning. Oh, give me a break. You think you think Baker's going to start based off of his, his next year? Yeah, you think Baker gets a, a, a depends on what happens. With Stafford, Baker man. A look. Yeah. Oh no, he's not going to sign. He's not. No. You think he's going to be a Ram? I think that if uh, he's a Ram, if McVay sticks around, there's rumors swirling that McVay want to go into to, to the broadcasting booth for a year because he doesn't like the situation they're in with the draft picks and all this stuff. That he might step away, but if he doesn't. And he likes Baker Mayfield. Why not have Baker Mayfield on your starting roster next year if Stafford's not there? You're gonna that's, give, that's I'll give Baker Mayfield the Kids' Choice Award, but I'm definitely not <laughs> giving him <laughs> definitely not giving him a starting quarterback job in the NFL. Kids' Choice, maybe Slime Award. Yes. But here's the thing: you've been banging on this desk for for the, the Denver Broncos elite defense. Wait, banging on the desk? You like, have been banging when we're on talking, that? When we're talking about it's the Broncos against the Rams, and I'm I'm saying like, okay, which of the units here has Proven to me, and I look on paper, and I'm like, well, Denver's ranked number two in the league defensively going into yesterday. Not that's not an anomaly. This week 17, all right. So that is an elite defense. So the anomaly is Baker. They, <laughs> the anomaly here is Baker. All right, that's right. what I'm saying here. The anomaly is Baker. Uh, and look, the Broncos, their coaching staff is they just. They, I heard yesterday they coached from sources, themselves out of the league. That's uh, what they did. Yeah, from sources. Uh, it's over. Well, it's you know who I listened to? Ryan Leaf was over. on the broadcast. So Ryan they really, Leaf is a national treasure. I love Ryan Leaf. Um, give the guy former credit. Cowboy for about a cup of coffee. But I will say, Ryan Leaf said he has a source within close to the situation that there is a zero percent chance. That Hackett's back. Yeah, um, you could ask any human being on <laughs> earth is the source. Hackett is dying. I am your source, Ryan Leaf. All right, let's talk about a game that went down on Christmas Eve and somebody who solidified himself as not only wide receiver one on a team, but wide receiver one on your options on your portfolio because I think CD Lamb has absolutely shown up this year. He's about to, he already eclipsed a thousand yards. He's about to eclipse a hundred catches again. Look, CD Lamb 
since draft day, this is the, the chart we decided to use here because this is kind of big. He's up 113% since draft day. He was drafted. Amari Cooper was on the team. Amari Cooper gets shipped off for a bag of balls. All of a sudden, they're like, can he step up? And there was times where I'm like, mm -mm, no, he can't do it. Just doesn't seem like he has the build, right? Or just doesn't have to seem at the moxie. Guys adjusting his chain before running around. Like, this dude is so smooth right now. And you got to give up for Dak Prescott. I know Ant, I was telling Ant, I was like, hey, by the way, we're going to record Mojo uh, on Monday. You in? He's like, only if you admit that Dak Prescott's not a top 10 quarterback. I was like, you're on drugs. All right? Because Dak Prescott is, in fact, is, in fact, don't look at him. Look at the camera. Dak Prescott is, in fact, a top 10 quarterback in the league. And you know what? This might crush me. Dak Prescott might be sniffing around the top five. Sniffing around. Both of you are lucky. That's fine. I don't care. Do whatever you want. As far as CeeDee Lamb is concerned, Chris, I'll ask you, logically, you know, he goes for uh, 10 catches, 120 yards, two touchdowns. Can he be in the conversation in your portfolio when it comes to, like, like let's just say for the example, you get Mojo for the first time, and you want to invest right away, and you do the Mahomes thing, and you do the Justin Jefferson thing. Do you do the C.D. Lamb thing? Like, is that one I mean, of those? I have done the C.D. Lamb thing, so the answer, the short answer for me is yes. Now, I know that you were probably asking, maybe this isn't where you were going with this on the show, but in pre, you were saying, would you put him with the Jeffersons and the Chases of the world? I would say that Jamar Chase is maybe playing himself closer to a C.D., and there's closing the gap a little bit there, but there is one guy that's the top dog Jefferson. in the NFL, and it's Jefferson. So to put him there, I would say no. But I will say, yes, firmly entrenched in the top 10. And when we're talking top 10 at receiver, that's a lot. That's saying a lot more than saying top 10 at quarterback because mm -hmm. there's a lot, right? When we're talking about the, the Devontes of the world, like you're gonna, I'm not going to put CD over those guys just yet. But in terms of career projections and things, like Devontae's on his way down, so it's a little bit less of a risk. In, in investing in Devontae, but at the same time, there's not as much money to be made because he already accumulated all of his bank value. Yeah. I think CD is a clear-cut play. I mean, he's getting 15 looks a game yeah. in an offense that's playing for a lot right now. The running game is going. That's only helping CD. Um, you have this pipe dream that Dak might make the top five in quarterbacks. Dak is playing all world right now, so I can't sit here and talk shit about Dak. I'm just saying that I don't agree with the top five. Top ten, we could have that conversation 100%. I think Dak plays himself in and out of the top ten, maybe more so than any quarterback in the league right now. I think there's something to be said about the fact that, like, something about Dak Prescott is the fact of his recovery, meaning, like, that pick six was brutal, right? Like, he just puts it in the breadbasket of sweat, and he takes it back to the house. And you're like, you're up in arms as a cowboy guy. You're like, come on with this guy, right? But then he decides to throw for 350, yeah. all the touchdowns. Yeah. Look, you know what I mean? Like, this, look, he, he's you, got you a good see, comeback. You want to see him be able to put things aside and move forward. And I hate to say it, but that's like what that's the one quality that I'll say that I like about a Daniel Jones. I don't think he plays well with the ball in his hand a lot of times. I think he makes a lot of mistakes. He doesn't get the ball down the field that great. But when it comes time to forget about all the BS and, and hunker down on one drive, he does it, and Dak's been able to do the same of late. So we'll got to tip your hat. All but of a sudden. Top, top five, Dave, come on. Nah, we could have another conversation for another day. But what I will say is this, Sporty Jordy. Hope you enjoyed the game. Merry Christmas to you. All right, anyway, moving on. Jalen Waddle Waddle did us a little shaky shaky all over the Packers, or did he? 
Look, the Dolphins played amazing, right? They have some offense. They just keep clicking. Waddle goes for a buck 43 to touch. 85 comes on one drive. But at the end of the day, the post-game interview is Jair just saying, like, and, and Jair doing the Waddle. Did you see that, by the yeah, way? Okay, <laughs> I see. <laughs> like, that's interesting. But I will say this. Waddle is the topic of conversation in that game. I know the Packers have made themselves fully available for the playoff run if they get there. Um, but my question to you is this. The cheetah goes for four and a buck oh three. A buck oh three? Yeah, 103, whatever. A buck oh three. And um, you're starting your portfolio, right? Right now. Who are you investing in right now? Is it Jalen Waddle or is it Cheetah? I've already been invested. Jalen Waddle was the first receiver that I got in on. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. he's my guy. It was very, very pleasant for me to watch yesterday's game in the second half, at least. Look, Jalen Waddle went off in the first quarter. Um, definitely put me in my fantasy finals. And then I was like, all right, you did enough, buddy. Now settle down. He did not listen. He kept on going, but the Packers defense showed up. And really, I know you're saying, like, Miami played great yesterday in the first half. They played, like, absolute dog shit in the second half. That's true. And, um, you know, type your cap to Jair. I wish I could invest in my boy right there. Defensive One player day. is coming soon in 2023. <laughs> One day. From what I've heard. So I cannot wait for that aspect of things because it must be really fun to be able to invest in oh, yeah. Micah. Think about oh, it. Oh, my God. Come on, Is bro. he going to be the top guy, you think? Or mm. no? No. No? Like Aaron Donald, maybe. Like there's some oh, guys the bank that value, like, Super yeah, Bowls. Yeah, yeah. yeah like who's the, who's the, like a, the Robert Quinns of the world. Like these guys have 16 sacks. Von Miller. Yeah. We're going to see. But yeah, I mean, Von, uh, Michael will be right up there. No question about it. I'm with it. it. I can't wait. But as far as this game is concerned, like I said, Waddle, the Dolphins Waddle. get the loss, but Waddle keeps flourishing right now. He's definitely prominent. Now, the, the Dolphin team all of a sudden is just like, huh, are you going to get in? Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you were having this a monster start to the year, including, you know, there's a lot of teams that just ripped off all these wins. And all of a sudden, they're in the last two weeks of the season. And they're like, I guess we got to take care of business now, you know. It's and maybe get some help over here and this, that, and the third. I don't know, man. Dolphins, not the fun, not the funnest situation to be in uh, towards the end of the year. Um, now, we talked about the Bucks earlier about winning a game last night, just in an annoying fashion. You know, Tom Brady gets the ball, just put him in field goal range, and overtime, boom, game's over, right? But the Carolina Panthers have been playing kind of out of their minds as far as like, and when I say that, there's still two games under 500, but. After the start they've had, you know, the, the Panthers are right there in the mix, and they can play next week back into the mix if they beat the Bucks. A, a big, big portion of this goes to their running game right now, and this is after trading away Christian McCaffrey, which is the mind-numbing part about all this. Foreman goes for a buck sixty-five and a touchdown. This is like week after week we're talking about Dante Foreman. He's been in the top movers at least, to me, probably three times in the last six, five weeks. Yeah, it looks like you got an RB1 slash RB2 situation where it's like RB1, RB1A with Shuba Hubbard and, and Dante Foreman. Carolina looks like they got things going right now. That head coach, that they, the interim guy, he will be back next year. I can't imagine they move off of him right yeah, now. Yeah, but we said this, I said the playing. same thing about the Raiders. I, I thought for sure they, they played hard to the end, and Pistachio was just junked. And said, nah, we're good. We're going to go get McDaniels. I understand, but Bistachia, he's never really been in the mix for a head coach. That was more like a, a legacy job that he got with the Raiders in a mm. bad situation. Yeah, I think that there's a real chance that this guy sticks around. 
the players are really lobbying for him. And look, man, when all the wheels came off, they they were essentially in sell mode. And now hey, they're think about the that. Next. Think about hey, uh, you're the interim coach. Best of luck. Oh yeah. Also, by the way, we trade Robbie Anderson. I know he hasn't done much for you, but we traded him. He's it like, ah, we'll, we'll be, be fine. It would be a similar situation to what the Texans did to Callie last year. Like that guy should be coaching over at Lovey Smith right now. They they played good down the stretch for him, and That's Davis true. Mills had things working down the stretch, and they let him go. It made no sense to me. But I'm and, just saying that the car the di- the the hand that this guy was dealt was ridiculous. So like, also, I'll we're trading away your receiver. Also, yeah. we're going to trade away a superstar. Good luck. McCaffrey's no longer with us. And, and like, to be fair, looking at what happened with the Raiders situation, maybe that's some pause, you know, reason for pause there if you're Carolina and you're looking at it and you're saying, look, it really didn't work out in Vegas with the coaching staff. Josh Jacobs was not happy yesterday. Livid. I've never seen so many, I heard so many F-bombs from this guy. And he's, he's typically, I've never even heard him speak. That's what I'm we saying. That's, about it on that's what you know. Like, that's when you know it's bad. If you've never heard Josh Jacobs speak, now's the time. Go look I, it up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I spoke to a couple Raider fans and it is looking like he's going to get franchise tag. So enjoy that 12 mil. Yeah, shakes. All right. There was a uh, a mover I mean, on the on the mill. Enjoy it, buddy. I'm yeah, sure you will. <laughs> I'm sure so he will. Twelve million. <laughs> Twelve million dollars. Um, there was a mover last <laughs> night that was interesting. And not, again, the Cardinals have been in kind of disarray, right? And unfortunately, there was a big, big, big bet put on McSorley last night, and he's down. Twelve uh, percent. Yeah, down. No, or no, that was yeah, down twelve percent. One bet that stinks. But Greg Dorch. You can talk about him. Hopkins is a guy. Hopkins went without a catch until like the fourth quarter, which is insane. (laughs) Must be a fantasy thing. But he's lucky that I was playing Tom Brady. Ten catches, ninety-eight yards for Greg Dorch. Overtime is Dorch somebody would be like, ah, you know what? I mean, he's he's the super, the cheapest dude on the Cardinals right now. Like as far as like you know, investing long term. I just can't get behind anything Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray related in terms of the Mojo market. I feel like Kyler, I will probably invest in. As things kind of ramp up towards him coming back, now that'll be a next year thing. They're talking about October for next year. Okay, I'm not going to invest until late September. I'm then. just saying, you know, like that's, that's, that's how rough. So that. what do you do? What do you do now if you're the Cardinals? And I don't mean to, you know, just get off the Greg Dortch thing, but like, what do you do if you're the Cardinals when you know that for four weeks, five weeks, you might not have your starting quarterback? They'll it, probably it can't be Trace McSorley. Hey, I got a guy. Maybe is Jacoby Brissett on a one-year deal with Cleveland? Interesting. Hey, bring him in town. Look, he, somebody. But, you think he likes that role, being uh, the stopgap for everybody? <laughs> yeah, 100%. But yeah. when you're a fringe starter in this league and you, you get a couple opportunities, think about this. How many guys get three, maybe four opportunities to start in this league? Not many. So I think there's something to be said for that. When you understand, like, okay, I might not be the superstar quarterback, but how could I carve out a nice career for myself and make some money? Mm. And that's Jacoby Brissett, winning football yeah. games, keeping his team relevant while while the, the true starter is out. And, look, he's a teammate guy. Everybody loves uh, Jacoby Brissett. I do including too. me. Yeah, uh, like but as too. far as Greg Dorch goes, look, I I'm personally not going to be involved in a Greg Dorch because I feel that if I'm investing in low numbers guys, I'm going after the Romeo Dobbs. I like a certain amount of player. A guy, I'll go for my guys mm-hmm. essentially, guys that I've you know Duvernay, players that I enjoy watching. I'm not going to go in on Greg Dorch, but I will say this: people that I respect in the industry, in terms of the James Rubes of the world, you know these guys. Um, they speak highly of Dorch. And they were all season pro. That, that said, same guy spoke highly of Eno Benjamin too, and he can't find a roster. Honestly, fair point. You're not, you know, you're not going to hit on all these guys, especially when you're taking flyers on the Eno Benjamins and the Greg Dorches. Yeah. So, I will say this: he knows what he's talking about. We yeah, both can yeah, account yeah, for. Yeah, we, we, we can test for that when it comes to fantasy and and truth. Parlay bank account to show for it. He knows what he's talking about. So, I think Greg Dorch probably is a nice investment. 
But this offense and with the, the situation surrounding the quarterback, I don't know. Right now it looked like Trace McSorley and Greg Dorch may or may not have been practicing together for quite some time. Sure. With the number twos. Trace threes. McSorley. <laughs> threes. Or the threes, but, you know, probably. Well, Colt was out with a concussion this week, but, like, you know, he is but the third. I'm sure McSorley was getting some reps and was knowing, you know, through a lot more passes to Greg Dorch than he did to DeAndre Hopkins. You know what's crazy? That. And it's not that I didn't know this because I used to coach, right? But, like, it's not as strict when you're in high school. Depends. Like, you have a script for, for like, but, like, the NFLPA have, like, legitimate, this is how many plays you're allowed to run in practice. Yeah. It's nuts. So, like, a guy like Trace McStorley, like, you say he like, he has reps. He might get two, you know, and, and then go home and take the a shower. The good thing about a guy like Trace McStorley, though, is when you're in practice and you're the third quarterback, you get a lot of work with the scout team because you have to go against the – And you might learn by defense. osmosis sitting on the yeah, sideline, sure. And, but, and like, like look, I just find that really ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, but, like, look, I'll, I'll say this, too. It's been it's been a, a thing in the NFL where like post bye week you get to come in and like you're like nice and well rested and well prepared. Bye week you're not even allowed to practice anymore. So <laughs> that's a myth. That's not even a thing. Trust me. When you're capping games, guys, if you're betting, <laughs> bye weeks are nothing. They, it actually may be a detriment now to be coming off of a bye week because you're flat a little bit and you weren't able to Dallas practice. Dallas firmly entrenched in the five, so you will not get that first round bye. <laughs> so we'll see. What I think playoff there. bye weeks are a little bit different. Oh, now they're different. I'm pretty sure because, right, like, when it's you still get playoffs, a, playoffs. When, but you don't get awarded the bye week by the league. In other words, it's, it's oh, okay. basically like a like vacation. you're scheduled in. Yeah, yes, like you're, okay. you're on vacation. Fine, here. fine, fair, fair point. All right, one more to go tonight. Monday night football. It's a lot for one team and not so much for another. Uh, the return of Nick Foles actually happens tonight with the Colts. So good job on his behalf. He gets to get in there. Um, it, it's an interesting game because the Chargers. They, they kind of have to keep winning to keep pace. I understand they're probably going to wind up as a playoff yeah, team. Yeah, they're really in a good spot they right are, now. They are. Even with the loss, they're in a really good spot. But mm, it, Yeah, they're like 98% going to make the playoffs, it said. I mean, you sure with a loss? Would they give them six? No? Well, if, the, if they're at 98% now. Who the hell put them at 98%? Played, that's ridiculous. The graphic that I saw on Twitter? <laughs> I'm just saying. It just, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm looking right now, and it looks like. Yeah, all right. the Chargers are eight and six. So even with a loss, the only seven loss team in the AFC is the Dolphins, and they just can't seem to buy a win at this point. And then the rest are eight loss teams: the Patriots, the Jets, the Titans, so, the Steelers. So like ninety. So like ninety-eight so percent like chance to make the playoffs. But anyway, the Chargers tonight. Austin Eckler, he's a superstar. Can they clinch tonight? I mean, if they get a ninth win, the the seven-win teams can get nine wins. But Still, then we have to look at but the tiebreaking. It's a whole lot of tiebreaking situations. I don't think it's in a cli uh, clinching situation right now for the Chargers, but I will say that this matchup is nice for them. Uh, the Colts' defense obviously haven't been playing up to par. The Colts' offense hasn't really been doing nothing. They're going to Nick Foles. Does this have a recipe for just a complete, just blah, you know, just like complete blowout? Yeah, I mean, or it, is it, Foles going to go out there and light the scoreboard? It could, up? but it is Nick Foles and a little magic here. There could be a little bit of magic. I just don't buy into anything the Colts are able to do with Jeff Saturday as the head coach. So I don't think that they really should threaten the game. But I could say this: I think there could be openings here or there on the ground for Zach Moss. No, the Chargers. He's not going to get twenty <laughs> points, Dave. In fantasy, don't worry. I'm, I'm holding on by a thread right now, Danny. Um, if you're listening, I think <laughs> I think there could be some openings there, but it's just not going to be enough to keep up with this team. We saw the Colts have probably the most embarrassing loss in the history of the league. Yeah, probably last week. And, and they also gave up thirty-three to the Cowboys. I mean, there in the could be some quarter. magic in Nick Foles uh, up his sleeve, but 
even with all the opportunities they've given out this year to play quarterback for that Colt team, Nick mm-hmm. Foles hasn't made had his made his presence felt yet. So there's got to be some reasons for that other than the fact that he's not that good. But nobody has been that good, and he still is only getting his first start now. Like you gave Sam Ellinger a couple. I mean, he was inactive for like weeks and weeks and weeks, and like, what's the hell? What, no what the heck's the point of being too? I know. So just it's more or less like, hey, we like Ellinger. It's like what? Um, it is Nick Foles after all. Super Bowl champion. He's got a statue outside the link right now, which is still mind numbing. All right, that is week number sixteen in a nutshell. This week we got a loaded week. Obviously, tomorrow we'll go over the top movers from this game, and we get to go to the wide receiver. Mike, Mike Williams. Oh, Mike Williams, huh? You thinking Mike Williams was the play? Mike Williams is the play. All right. Um, for me. <laughs> well, your primetime record is uh, is as follows. Uh, but I will That's say, why I whispered it this week. <laughs> right? it Careful. Yeah. Right. Tread lightly. Short, uh, oh, so short, Mike Williams. Short, Mike saying. Williams. No, no, no. Um, no. So obviously, this week. Speaking of Mike Williams, we'll talk about some free agent wide receivers tomorrow, uh, and then we'll hit the tight ends on uh, Wednesday. And then, obviously, it's more eliminated teams tomorrow, so guys, you should invest in. There's a whole lot going on in the Mojo market, so be sure to subscribe and like the channel, and also follow us on social media. It's a big thing. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram and the Twitter machine, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Head on over there. Join the Discord. Daily conversations, who you should short, who you should go long on. Share the portfolio might be absolutely ridiculous at this point because it's just, like, not fair. I just feel like somebody's going to be like, hey, look at my portfolio. I'm $125,000 up, and I'm just like, ooh, you like that? Well, I got 76 here's bucks the beauty, today. Here's the beauty Bang. of the portfolio share. You don't even have to show how much money you're spending That's at all. That's true. You just, just percentages, flip, yeah. Flip it to the toggle of the percentage, and then you kind of just what I tend to do. go rogue, dog. I could be putting pennies out there, and y'all would think I'm just a trillionaire. You know what? I am. How about that? So enjoy. Pretty Mon- sure if you invested a trillion, they would have made a post about it. That's true. Like, we have Where are you at, social media trillion, team? I need you to make my post. I put in a trillion pennies. Uh, even the trillion, trillion pennies. pennies. What was that? Math? Is that a million Don't dollars? Me right now. It's, like, <laughs> it's Monday. It's probably Monday enough. after it's Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys all enjoyed your holiday, and I hope you got everything you wanted. And, of course, if you got any money in your stocking, put it in the mojo market. Do it responsibly. Don't be a fool, uh, but also make some money. So for Dave Sergio, Chris Gucci, A5 Behind the Glass, this has been another installment of the Mojo Market Report. Back here to put a bow on Week 16 tomorrow morning. See you then.